and welcome to Unwritten Imaginings, where lazy authors talk about story ideas that they'll never get around to writing. New episodes every Sunday. Get them while they're fresh! Let us know if you use one of our ideas, and we'll give your story a shout-out in a subsequent episode. It's not super important to get them fresh, because, you know, they don't expire their ideas. But, you know, that's fine. They're still nicer when they're fresh. I suppose. So, in this particular instance, well, we should introduce ourselves first. I'm Atheo. Mm -hmm. I write science fiction, fantasy, and something that's a little bit in between. I am Eunice. I write fantasy, romance, and comedy in various mixes. <laughs> and in this particular episode, we do have a third person. We have a guest! We've brought on our first guest. So if you'll uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. By all means, I am Elliot. I also, well, I'd say I write most of what has been already described. I do not write romance, though. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even know where to begin to write romance, to be honest. But uh, yeah, Sci science fantasy-ish stuff with a comedic bent on occasion, I guess. Mm -hmm. Well, a comedic bent is always a little bit useful. You know, it's nice to hear the name. It's nice to hear your name, but I do believe that we were looking for something that people would be able to find you by if they were looking for what you wrote. Oh, yes, they they would find me uh they would find my name uh, Elliot Stoddy likely if they are searching the interwebs. Do you want to spell that? Uh the L uh, Elliot is two L's and two T's and Stoddy looks like it should be Staude or Staud. Or it's Stod, S-T-A-U-D-E. And but, any story titles that people might be familiar with? Um, well, there are a couple of more infamous ones that I actually found out recently were apparently, uh, shall we say, gotten the attention of certain individuals on Something Awful, which was baffling to me because I didn't even know Something Awful even, even had an existing writing community like that. Uh, but... Uh, most recently, the work that I've been working on is called Revenant Faith and Foreign Pilgrimage, which is a uh, science fantasy-esque story that is a little bit hard for, hard to describe, but I guess would be best, best summarized as something akin to Lewis and Clark, but across several different multiverses. Mm, very interesting. That sounds like a fun time. So, yeah. In oh. some ways, yes. <laughs> so, okay. for the listener, when we have a guest on like this, it won't be either one of mine or one of Eunice's. It will always be the guest's idea. So I do think that we should get to that a little bit now. So, Elliot, you want to take us away on what your idea is? Okay, yes. This This sounds a little bit... I, either too crazy or not crazy enough, I don't know which, but uh, gigantic warehouse-esque supermarket staffed by jetpack-wielding vampires. Wielding? <laughs> like, do they use them as weapons, or do they just have jetpacks? Well, I guess you could use, pretty much anybody could use a jetpack as a weapon if they really wanted to and they didn't mind, you know, getting burnt a bit, I guess, but... Well, I mean, they're vampires, so it's not like they're gonna die. That's... that's true. I think we should go with 
because the, the original scenic panorama of this that sort of formed in my head was more the traditional kind of vampire. So yeah, what well, what we should probably assume a vampire that doesn't really get susceptibly damaged by much beyond you know stakes and sunlight and silver or what have you. So okay, yeah, that works out perfectly. So they can they can burn any miscreants in their store. Yes. No, no. Shop, shoplifting has a very immediately exacted uh, penalty levied against any perpetrators. Okay, so this idea sounds the perfect level of crazy. I like it. Um, I my mind immediately goes to like the giant like Walmart's style of uh, of superstore, but for fantasy creatures. I wouldn't even necessarily say for fantasy creatures. I would just say like. You could make it like a screwball comedy type thing in a sort of fantasy mixed with high tech area. So like you make it magic and technology have both advanced to the point where they're living among each other and then just crazy stuff is always going on. Okay, yeah. So like at the store, you got elves and you have cyborgs shopping side by side. Exactly. And some cyborg elves. And ah. some aliens. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if this is the sort of thing that compulsively comes to anybody else's mind, but I immediately think Shadowrun when you when you put it that way. You know, maybe. Not that far off. But I was thinking a little bit more lighthearted than that would usually be oh, considered. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, no. I mean, it's hard to, to be not lot more lighthearted. But no, I, I, I agree. It's ludicrous on the face of it. So... Well, yeah, but that's like that's like the point. It's like you just make it absolutely ridiculous. And oh no, no, exactly, exactly. Yeah, now sorry. we I... could, if we really want it, go the route where like we have somebody who's super involved in everything. But I think you might get a little bit more mileage out of making your character just like the put upon every man slash every woman, like in this warehouse with these jetpack vampires. What we're talking about is the cashier, who's just a normal person who was hired. I like it. Uh, yes, that that is that is delightful. I love where this is going. Please keep going with it. <laughs> You're part of this. Come on, uh, let's, get, uh, no, no, let's no. get your continuation. Uh, oh no, no, I'm sorry. I, I thought I thought you had like a you had like this giant narrative already worked out. Like this 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 person has two point five cats and drives uh, jalopies <laughs> that was like made in the nineteen forties or something. You know, I um, didn't have a plan. But you just brought up 2.5 cats. <laughs> and given our, you know, situation here, we can actually do that. So let's say, yeah. let's say <laughs> that they had a cat a while ago. It lasted mm-hmm. for a while and then it eventually, but it was a, it was a female cat and it got pregnant and it had some kittens. They decided mm-hmm. to keep two. Eventually, the original cat died and now it's a ghost that lives mm-hmm. at their house with the other okay. two cats regularly okay, interacting. Yep, ghost, ghost kitty plus kitty kids. That I that that sounds given the the premise perfectly believable, and that pro- you could save a lot of food for that matter if you have exactly ghost cat. Or better yet, you could even test out uh, ghost cat food brands with your ghost cat. As there well, you go. The only downside the, is that sometimes the ghost cat, you know, it doesn't have to actually get on the counter. It can just like phase up to the counter and <laughs> knock things off. <laughs> I love it. But at least it doesn't get poop anywhere. Uh, well, uh, 
Yeah, there's a lot of benefits and a lot of drawbacks, I guess, to having a ghost cat. You have uh, certain needs that are no longer needs. You don't have to even install a cat door for this kitty cat. But on the other hand, if the cat wants to get out, you're not going to be able to exactly stop a ghost cat from just going right through the door. So, um, but yeah, okay. I guess if we're, if we're, if we're going to be talking about a cashier, I guess it, this would be something sort of like a, not necessarily a slice of life tale, but something cousin to that, I guess. Maybe like a uh, uh, not not epistolary. Uh, a journal, a journaling ish sort of tale. I don't know if I uh, take it like that journal direction, just because we're trying to have yeah. it be like comedic and and, and a little bit yeah. snappy. Um, I th- I think the way the story would start would just be like this cashier working uh, at the store and like having that like very like boring monotonous. This is my boring cashier life tone. But in the meanwhile, all the customers are like these really like fantastical creatures buying very strange objects. Mm-hmm. Um, and that juxtaposition is going to well, be the initial source of comedy. Yeah, to... I would think like originally you just uh, as you first introduce them, you just bring in like this absolutely bonkers like customer just buying completely mm-hmm. normal things. So like buying cat food and like a, a stack of burger patties and some and some salad and you just like all right boring 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 you just describe what they're going through and then they look up at the person and you just describe this out of this world like cyborg elf with a gigantic magical staff and then you just go this guy again is that all yeah you want your normal pack of marlboros there sir or do exactly will this be it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then the protagonist has to duck right before they get their hair singed off by a dive-bombing vampire trying to run more uh, perishable goods to the back. Exactly! There you go. <laughs> and, yeah, the cashier just does it so casually, like, even though it's the very very close margins, like, to losing all your hair. But uh, it's very common. Uh, Charles is just getting too cocky with those those sudden barrel rolls out of nowhere. He's gonna get reported. <laughs> Charles to is getting a little bit old, getting too close to the ground with that. <laughs> <laughs> you can even you can even have people looking into sort of the the back of the store life. The I guess the um the li- the lives of the employees that people on the front or the customers don't usually see like how they're taking ca- how the uh the best flyers have to go up to the top of the back racks and put the things that they're uh storing in stock like at the, the places where you normally need a lifter or something like that <laughs> and you get certain employees written up for one too many times that they've incinerated goods with an afterburner backblast or something exactly <laughs> and if they're not if they're not careful and they annoy some of the larger customers they can get swatted <laughs> <laughs> yes that's great okay and okay so the opening scene is like that and you know it just goes through like a quotation mark normal day in, in this person's life where they're like uh having different customers like asking them like if they accept like alien blood in, in as currency or <laughs> weird things like that. Do you take dragon's blood as trade? Um, do, you, do you exchange diamonds here? <laughs> we, only ex- we only accept diamonds equal to or smaller than the size of the customer's fist. <laughs> I, I'm terribly sorry there, ma'am, but uh, uh, you happen to have particularly small fists, 
So <laughs> I would normally be able to do this with an average customer. Let me go get my manager. Perhaps he will make an exception for you. Exactly. Yeah. Then the manager yeah. is just like this dragon. I don't know. It's human form. <laughs> <laughs> brings out this brings out the uh the shift uh diamond smashing hammer says yep yeah, no we, we we can we can partition this out and give you a change i can take that <laughs> off your hands <laughs> <laughs> hands hands back like three quarters of a dime with this giant bite taken out of it by a hammer <laughs> like, yeah yep, that works just fine thank you for your business have a wonderful day <laughs> there we go okay and then Customers like trying to arrange like delivery to a different like universe. <laughs> oh, that's oh man, yeah, that that right there is that's wonderful because you could you could do all you could basically uh, put up like a big sign that says like uh, only customers that are able to and willing to comply with the laws of gravity allowed uh, on on the front. <laughs> No, no, yeah. no shirt, no shoes, no service, no gravity, no gravity, no service, <laughs> no service. Uh, yeah, uh, cannibalism is strongly discouraged within the store. <laughs> the customers are not products. <laughs> I <Like>, guess. <laughs> and then there's like a sign that says, "Our price match guarantee does not include time traveling." <laughs> 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 please respect all other members any sentient beings found to be killing other sentient beings will be removed from the premises <laughs> oh my it, you, you have uh, people trying to come in and uh, uh, what, what do you call it? Return, return goods that are no longer legal under the constantly changing <laughs> laws of... or returning goods from the future that they haven't bought yet <laughs> yeah. that's Yes, that's beautiful. I and, uh, excuse me. Why won't you take my return? I bought this in two days. <laughs> excuse, yeah. excuse me, sir, but I'm afraid that would violate the lo the local cause and effect of the universe. And last time that happened, there was the biggest mess you could conceivably imagine out back with the trucks because we ended up having a truck phase into another truck. And have you ever seen the size of the mess? that trucks make when they fuse together. Uh, and seriously, I don't want to put my job on the line. George got fired. <laughs> oh. Actually, I think there should be like a little or a very large signboard on, on one of the walls and every single day they like add new disclaimers to their policies. So just like uh, every day, like, someone just sticks a new one on for, for comedy, and it'll be like, uh, lifetime guarantees do not apply to immortal beings, and stuff like that. Lifetime guarantees only apply to first lifetime, alternate universe lifetimes not applied. Yeah. Reincarnations don't count. Unless purchased from this location. You, you okay. cannot, uh, you cannot uh, return uh, alternate dimension versions of goods that you have purchased from us. Uh, only originals accepted. Uh, Non-stickered goods may be returned, but only if you have not used them in a blood ritual. These <laughs> anybody anybody attempting to return something used with a blood ritual in mind will be immediately ejected from the premises and barred from ever doing business here again. Uh, all right yeah. okay i, I like, like this 
Um, I'm, I, do I feel like this story is going to be one of those like really long lasting like web serials yeah. that doesn't really have a plot for a long time and is just for the funnies. But I like that. <laughs> well, I was thinking like you do the web serial and you have it be like this super long running long running thing, right? But you could also like just stick in mini plots every once in a while to give it like a like a series sort of feel to it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like you could have the worker rotate between different departments in the in the store. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but that's more of that like it's more of that like funny continuing thing. I was talking about like an overarching plot for a for a series or something. Oh. Not necessarily like a super long one, but just like something short that you could throw in there. Wants wants to become the manager of this madhouse of uh, of a supermarket, and slowly tries to outlast the many 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 other employees. The sheer dogged uh, endurance. Uh, uh, okay. I don't, I don't know. That's my, that's my best first take. <laughs> well, that's a good like that's a good like midterm area where you're like aiming for that. But I was thinking more like I don't know. Um, they had some some super magical item that one of the customers just like left, so they have to find a way to deal with this super magical item in their home. Oh, oh, like, yeah, like, excuse me, sir, you, you left the staff behind, I, I, we, we don't take, oh, well, he's gone, uh, oh, ne- necromantic staff, that's, this is, go- this is going to end well, I can just know it, and then immediately has, to, oh, okay, that's, that's a, I, I love it. Yeah, yeah, so, like, the person starts out like an entirely ordinary, like, mortal, powerless human. And like, slowly just uh, gets transformed by working in the store. <laughs> yeah, you have you have somebody who they 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 eventually uh, because they have to work. I don't know. They have a stint where they have to go out back work in the deli where they have a very large draconic population. Like, okay, well, back here customers do sometimes need their meats cooked immediately. So we obviously can't give you as best as here. Let's give you some runic tattoos to protect you from fire or something. <laughs> and they get they get this giant spider web tattooed right on their face and like, oh okay, that's that's not gonna be off putting at all. Thank you. Uh um <laughs> uh oh yeah, there's oh, oh. So I like, I think that in order for this store to make any sense, it has to be kind of owned by a very, very powerful being mm-hmm. who can like keep everyone in line if necessary. Well, yeah. I was thinking just based on his original idea that we could have that be like some sort of vampire lord of some variety. Yeah. Maybe she's just like constantly looking in on people and like does not seem to understand the concept of personal space, just <laughs> appears from behind the cashier as, from, from a bat, and it's just like, okay, so you did this sale a little bit wrong. Customer, you can get 5% off by following the by taking this following deal. And then, oh, yeah. and then you just have your main and, character turn to her and go, I can't do my job. I was about to do that. I have the paper in my hand. Yeah. And then the the boss, the boss vampire can, like, make multiple clones so like she's everywhere 
Oh yeah, you have. Oh, oh, oh man! You could have. Yeah, you could have somebody getting chewed out by your boss like five different times with the same infraction in one day. Like, I, you already told me that twice before. Once up at the registers, once in the back room, and now here in the break area. You don't need to give it. To, and another one walks in. Like, oh come on. <laughs> oh. Okay, and then each one of the clones is like like pretty powerful so like in the initial like introduction phase like she can just be like casually displaying very large amounts of power but like the first time like someone comes in and really acts up you see all the clones like merge together into like something altogether like another dimension of terrifying <laughs> usually she's just this comedic relief ludicrously overpowered just clones spray out everywhere but then this one time a dragon comes in and starts making requests that they just can't fulfill. And then, that dragon gets booted. <laughs> the, the, the journal entry that night was, I refuse to describe what happened in that store that day, but oh my, it was... And then, I think she likes her workers. <laughs> I couldn't tell before, but I think she likes us. We are all of us still breathe. That uh, those of us that are alive, anyway. This is uh, this is both extremely worrying and vaguely reassuring, and I don't know how happy I should be that I feel that way. But yeah. Oh yeah. And then um, it's it's like uh, the boss lady offered to uh, wipe our memories of today, but uh, and I'm still thinking about whether I should do that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that that's the that's how you how you have somebody uh get dealt with when they try they try to steal something from the store it's like okay you don't remember this but there's a tattoo on the inside of your left elbow uh oh 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 yeah that was the last time you tried to steal from this store we tattooed you so that we could identify you next time we said we're going to let things be a clean slate. We wiped your memory clean. It's like a blank slate. You did it again. Well, now there's going to have to be some penalties levied, and I don't think you're going to like them there, dear friend. <laughs> but, uh, you know, dealing with you, dealing with normal thieves, you only need, like, one clone to... Uh, I like it. It's just so against the, okay, very the... specific, very powerful beings who think they can get away without paying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think the boss lady is, like, just very, very, very powerful and started this store basically out of sheer boredom, having done everything else already. <laughs> there we go. I, I never realized how bored I could be just lying, lying back on my throne of gold coins and human yeah. skulls and said to myself, you know... I want to give back to the community somehow. You know, so they essentially like I, made multiversal Costco where everything's just yeah. a little bit cheaper than it should be. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Like she subsidizes the business just to get really interesting customers. <laughs> I, the, the, it's She's just. The, oh, yeah. Oh, but man, actually. That could be one of the overarching subplots is half of the reason she actually wants to attract the business she does is she's like, oh, okay, oh, you're a pixie, aren't you? Um, I don't think I have any pixie blood. I'd be willing to give you a 20% discount if you'd contribute to my collection. It's just, Not even she, a 20% discount. I'd be willing to give I'll, you a lifetime membership. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just, oh yeah. Just, just this giant collection of jars of blood back at home that she goes home to every night and looks over and says, "Oh, let's let's see what vintage I should have this evening." And okay. <laughs> she's, she's a gourmet. <laughs> slowly working her way up towards. You know, I've heard that Shoggoth blood is supposed to be disgusting, but some someday maybe I'll try that as well. And you know what? I don't have any right now, so. Yeah. Sounds right. like a good deal to me. <laughs> go, okay. go find go And she's yep. she's constantly like berating her marketing department to reach new customers. <laughs> and then the marketing department's extremely confused because every new market they tap into, they're losing money. <laughs> But she's so delighted. <laughs> I, we, man, we don't even know how these people are organized bundles of hydrogen gas. What are we even supposed to do to get their business? Why do we even want them? They don't have blood, ma'am. <laughs> because they have deals with the aliens that do have blood, dearie. Now, please come up with some, I don't know, batteries. Maybe they like batteries or something. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so yeah, you could have a lot of subplots. Like you could even have like you know people who are in charge of like keeping the store stocked, and they have to like go on like epic quests to <laughs> obtain like stable oh, items. Yeah. <laughs> they have some suppliers. They have some suppliers, and they refer to them as suppliers just like all the time. And then all of a sudden, the suppliers walk in, and it's just like a ragtag band of adventurers. <laughs> yeah. They come back like covered in blood. We got the artifact. <laughs> I now you you said something about workplace compensation for for uh, hazard pay uh, scenarios. Um, you, three dragons. <laughs> I tell you, three. And, and that was after we got through the trap dungeon, man. Man, that was that was not cool. We, Percy doesn't even have a leg anymore. Uh, Don't worry about just... it. We have healers. Yeah, like she waves her hand and the leg grows back and the guy like just screams like what the just happened? I, I it was dramatic enough losing the leg, man. <laughs> don't just give it back to me like that. And then she's like, Oh, you don't want it? Waves her hand again. <laughs> no, I do want the leg, but why didn't you tell me you were gonna regrow it? And she's like, make up your mind already, and lays her hand again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a great, okay, and guys, I think this would be a very profitable web serial, so if somebody wants to steal this idea, Please. go for it. I mean, I could, I could easily see, I could see it being a webcomic, a web serial, uh, a podcast or something, I don't know. Right. Yeah. If you do make it a web serial, do tell me, because I'll be your first Patreon supporter. <laughs> I I will be very I'll be a very close I, actually I don't know if you'll be first I'll probably be I'll try to be first but if I have to settle for, for second or third or twentieth I'll, I'll they have to PM you somehow <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh that that would be wonderful though yeah uh, okay and then we can add a romance arc because that's what I always you do can. okay you know what let's give it to you this time all right yay design the love interest. Love interest is some kind of like alien creature, but they're they're basically mimics, so they can turn into whatever they want. Ah, uh, 
All right. I see. Okay. Any personality traits? Uh, very curious, I guess, or maybe like they they have to go out and like find their personality as they develop because they're they start out just copying things perfectly, and then <laughs> they meet like, because the mimic is pretending to be one of our main character's cats. <laughs> <laughs> Cat one, cat two, ghost cat, cat three? Uh, the journal entry is like, today, I came home to three and a half cats. <laughs> oh, okay. And the, okay. One of them had tentacles. I don't know what that was. And then the next day's entry. So it turns out that that whole thing of... Uh, my going out to learn who I was when I stopped being a teenager and I, I left mom and dad's house uh, is apparently a little bit different when you're an alien and yeah. involves uh, involves a little bit more breaking and entering into random people's houses. It's a little bit more literally becoming who you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the next day, today I came home to two and two half cats. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so she, yeah. So so the mimic slowly decides that it 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 starts just collecting different uh, different body parts or characteristics that it likes. Ends up being very pretty. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because it's romance okay <laughs> we're not going the horror route <laughs> why not mix the two i totally understand my first thought is just i'm home honey and then i uh, okay dear i made you some pancakes and you and the spouse walks out from from the kitchen they have like a goat hoof and a tank tread and one <laughs> one arm is like a one of those what, what do you call them? one of those uh uh, tape measures that's just wrapped around a plate of cookies and they're waving with the other arm. <laughs> hey, I'm not even like, opposed. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, I'm trying out new body parts today. Do you like any of them? <laughs> I think the tank tread might be a little bit bad for the wood floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then it just ends up turning into just a standard like Japanese cat girl and you're like really out of like all of the things you could have chosen today diary I learned that there's apparently some sort of bizarre attractive gravity in the in the universe that says that everything must devolve to some sort of ground state I did not expect it to play out like this <laughs> there you go I and then the Okay, so the mimic eventually now... starts working at uh, at the same. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I want to go to work with you. It sounds interesting. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Immediately, uh... the boss like fake hires them, and it's just like, okay, you are now working there, but you haven't even hired me. You're hired. Go work there. <laughs> <You're> hired. <laughs> yeah. Has to go back and try to supervise the uh, va the vampire air traffic control <laughs> ends up causing like, the entire produce department to burn down when they accidentally caused like 30 employees to try to participate in the watermelon uh, shelf rotations. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, so the boss lady is really happy with the mimic because the mimic can actually 
turn into like anything like r for real, like organically, and therefore make blood of basically any creature that comes across. Oh, oh <laughs> man! Oh, I didn't. That that's that's. You you get a raise. What? I haven't gotten a raise in three years. It's like, yeah, but you can't turn into what I want you to turn into. <laughs> Yeah, the boss lady just, like, promotes her to, like, manager and, like, chaos ensues. <laughs> doesn't know what to do. I'm sorry if I'm sounding a little mushy. I'm I'm laughing so hard I'm crying. <laughs> it's, it's, I, this is, I want to see this idea become, some, become something yeah. so very badly. <laughs> yeah, we have a problem where we say it's going to be story ideas we never get around to writing and then making it into a story we want to write. <laughs> but then somebody out there is actually going to write it. You could say, hey, I, I, I guess you, I midwifed this idea or something. <laughs> and and, and you, you could look on and say, I'm so happy somebody out there managed to make this thing exist because it needed to. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's the point. That's why we have them email us. <laughs> Because yeah, I want to you know, see it's... what you do with these ideas. And again, I can steal it in part or in full. So if you just steal you... Vampire Boss Lady and the place where they work, I'm okay with that. That would no steal the mimic. <laughs> is, is it, I mean, you start you, you start off with oh yeah no everything's perfectly fine totally normal day at work today uh, vampire wise uh, nobody's gotten burned up or been exsanguinated and then the end of the day you say well we we had 15 employees die three of them get transported to parallel dimensions and one of them got exercised that means it's a good day i don't <laughs> think it was the worst day i've ever had at work and somebody could say you know what i need to take that day at this office here make that the the silver standard for some fantasy only 15 of employees missing <laughs> That's half of usual. Uh, oh, so the reason that there's so many vampires working at the store is because, uh, like, if you happen to die at work, the the boss lady makes you like raises you as a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Lifetime and death time guarantee. We, 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 we can't not... give you health care. We can, however. <laughs> Make we, you immortal. We, we can make sure you do not require health care anymore after a certain <laughs> point in your tenure with us. It's a, it's, it's a sort of extended package, if you will. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> you don't technically need to take the extended package. Everyone does. <laughs> Free immortality. We're, we're, uh, you can get paid an extra 10% if you don't take the immortality package. Yeah, I think I'm gonna take the immortality package. <laughs> and then you can have all kinds of weird characters who like seem that they wouldn't want to like you know do menial labor, but they're working there because they want to get turned into vampires. Oh, oh man, yeah, the four or five employees who are, who are just we're just always wearing black and say, please, please, today, today, let it be today, let it be today. <laughs> oh darn it, I got home again safely. <laughs> <laughs> and the deal is that if you intentionally try to get yourself killed on the job, it no longer applies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she's like, 
Don't think I can't read your minds. There's no pretending. <laughs> you, have the, you have the main character get approached by, get approached by like two or three goth friends. Like, hey, do, man, do you know anybody who they got a background like an insurance fraud? I I need somebody to get me some ideas. Cause I can't I I can't fake this apparently. So it needs to be real. But if I if I do it intentionally. You know, oh, if I oh. arrange things to happen, then she'll read my mind that that happened and that I met with you. So no, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, but please, please, I just want to be one with the night. <laughs> and then three days later, they go in. They go in. And like they got the perfect plan all set up, and then they get approached by like the sub manager or something. Like, all right, so I can stop you right here. We had a new hire this month, Boris, who's man, who's regularly manning the time machine, the time machine booths, and he said he heard you guys doing some really weird things, like half a month from now. So whatever you guys are planning, you have to stop right now. <laughs> then later, they just randomly get killed by like a giant accidentally stepping the wrong way. <laughs> Complete act, complete accident, totally legitimate. Didn't expect it. Still happy about yeah, it. Yeah, the giant, the giant is like so apologetic, but then the newly risen vampires like hug the giant. They're like, "Thank you." <laughs> Finally, <laughs> you have this, this 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 enormous fierce creature going into counseling, and then she hugged me. Thanks me, and I I can't sleep at night anymore. What sort of monster am I? Oh man, All there's right. so many opportunities for this story to just go in hilarious places. Let's just create two more characters, and then I think we can call it an episode. Okay. So I think character number one, uh, main character's best friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. If any idea in particular for them except oh. I mean they can't work at the warehouse we gotta have somebody who like does not understand the warehouse whatsoever oh man uh well is this is this a world where there's still kind of like an earth where people don't know about magic and aliens I would say no well no I, I yeah if I mean if, if you're at the point where you're where you're using jetpack wearing vampires to do your your goods and uh, back room management, then uh, I th- I think we can assume subtlety is if if not out the window, then at the very least very very watered down. Okay. I don't I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'm not gonna be the one writing maybe this Maybe we story, have like a so human world that figure. pretends to not be aware, but like literally everybody. Knows. <laughs> and don't, oh yeah, don't. like they're the equivalent of the Amish. <laughs> like they just they're like uh, we choose not to. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying, like, they have, like, a news program that's just, like, wink and a nod. Like, there's no such thing as the supernatural wink. <laughs> the, the, the co-host is a werewolf exactly. and they just never acknowledge. The co-host is a werewolf they just, in werewolf form. They, they, they never acknowledge his existence. In... No, no, no. They acknowledge his existence. They just never acknowledge anything out of the ordinary. <laughs> 
What do you think, John? Uh, well, I think I need to stop uh, going near that that uh, jewelry store because they always got that silver hanging hanging by the doorways, and it, it makes it makes me cringe away just getting too near. I don't know why any perfectly normal human would ever be so concerned with precious metals, there, John. <laughs> with a with a giant with a giant tooth clenched smile and eyes that are like bugging out of her head. And the people um, absolutely know that this is going on, but like the supernatural have like some agreement or something that like doesn't expire for another 50 years or so when they like can't be too open about things but everybody knows what's going on yeah <laughs> just don't make eye contact with them and you, you reduce your involvement everything goes a lot more smoothly you just you're gonna you, you make eye contact that's like subtle implicit body language for yes i w- i do want to be inducted into your vampiric cabal or something. <laughs> no no none of that like None of that, like, super weird stuff. It's just, like, any public-facing news program or government official can't directly say anything about the supernatural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, or maybe it's treated like being politically incorrect, like, if you mention that oh. anyone's different from you. You could have the werewolf anchor co-host be the main character's best friend. Like, you know, what's what's it like working in a place where you can talk? We can talk about this kind of stuff every day. You would not believe how dull it is some days, <laughs> and then on other days, I just can't like at all. Exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> the main the main character is like. Uh, like okay go go to store uh check out uh come home feed cats uh chat with friends over i don't know world of warcraft or something like that uh go to go to bed uh for most of the time so it doesn't get an awful lot of news has a has a best friend i can tell them all sorts of fun happenings in the real world yeah it's all the real world I'm thinking there should be a little bit more of a sci-fi element to the story. We're leaning very heavily. Well, I thought it was more like the sci-fi element was just like stuck in the world. Just like things were happening that were sci-fi. Yeah. I mean, in terms of the characters, we have a lot of like fantasy creatures. We, you know, we could, uh, you mentioned having mimic spouse alien. You could have... So, so I guess I don't want to reach into this barrel of tropisms, but you could have, say, per- person li- a person living in a really nice apartment says, oh, man, I'm getting behind on rent. Alien crash lands a hyper-advanced spaceship, like, comes comes barreling out of hyperspace, <laughs> impacts their backyard, and like, well, I guess I got to find some place to wait. Oh, look, there's there's a building right there. I wonder if I can stay there. And the guy's like, you know what? I don't care how many tentacles you have. If you are willing to field half of my rent, <laughs> solid gold, if you have that in your spaceship, that works just fine. If you're willing to field half the rent, then yeah, sure, I'll be willing to put solid up with a housemate. Alien have... technology? That's helpful. The real thing, though, if you have a bunch of like just alien art, that sells for crazy amounts of money here. <laughs> And then they're like, so you just want me to scribble on a piece of paper? And then you're like, Done. yeah. And then it turns into like this like beautiful piece of abstract art, but it literally took them 30 seconds to make. It <laughs> <laughs> gives them a pen and a paper. 30 seconds later, there's, there's like a... a... Uh, Frank Lloyd Wright miniature house sculpture <laughs> on the tabletop. Like, how did you eat? 
This is, I didn't even, I gave you a piece of paper. And they're like, where did you even I get this? I colored it in the, in the five dimensions. Isn't that what everybody does? And then they're like, could you, wait, is, you're saying this is okay for my whole month's rent? Don't you want me to make a few more? <laughs> I'm 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 worried about putting any more of these things in my house that we might just suddenly stop existing on this timeline or something. So how about please? I help you find a warehouse where you can do all the art you want. <laughs> the aliens start working at the store. Even better, they don't work at the store at all. They just like show up like super barefoot artist aesthetic they just take that on because they think that they're not making a ton of money at all but they put up these pieces in like a part of the store and people are just buying them for absolutely absurd amounts of money but they don't know like what's a normal amount of money so they're like okay <laughs> just a drinking wine straight out of the, uh, the bottle complete completely ruined artist aesthetic but could theoretically purchase like Switzerland or something <laughs> with their bank account. I'd love it. Exactly. And then they're just like this super reclusive artist type to all the rich people who are buying the paintings. But in reality, they're just standing right next to them commenting on the art. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what you call this one, but uh would you be willing to accept one and a half million for it? <laughs> And they're like, okay, sure. What is this million I, you speak of? <laughs> I guess that sounds reasonable to me. And then you know, they can uh, go on a field trip with the main character to open a bank account, and then like the initial <laughs> deposit is just this like unbelievable amount of money. <laughs> the bank manager starts sweating. Like we cannot possibly insure this amount of money. We can't. I didn't. Six and a half million opening deposit. And then, like, the, in, the the bank teller, like, initially thinks that, like, it's a prank or something, because they're like, $10,000 bills don't exist. And they're legitimate government tender. Like... Eventually, the main character just is like, you know, you have enough money to move out. I do? <laughs> I I think you could probably hire some of the top scientists on the planet to fix your spaceship, put you back in orbit, and get you out of here. Huh. Well. But I like it know. here. I I I like I this, like it this here. Disgusting. You thing. know what? I'm gonna hire those scientists, have them fix my ship, and then send the ship home, and then it'll bring some of my friends over. <laughs> 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 you, get the, you get this oh man you get this giant art artist commune of aliens yeah. that are like hanging out in the building behind and you. then the alien is like do you mind if they all live here and the mc is like but there's not enough room and then the alien's like but you're you, do you have all of these unused dimensions in your apartment <laughs> oh, see all i need to do is take one step this way and then they just disappear <laughs> but you can still hear them. <laughs> no, they step back to to talk again, and then you're not there. It was like, wait, how did you do that? And then, uh, like the aliens, like, oh, come with me, and drags him into <laughs> I I think my brain stopped working for about a quarter a quarter of a degree there, but I'm okay now. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> 
I think that's it. that's enough fodder for a few years of web series. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, your or my writing speed, that's enough for, you know, three or four years. Well, we've already established that I'm going to die of old age before finishing any of my stories. Exactly. All right. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so this enough? wasn't a full plot, but we have enough for a full web serial. So anybody want to add anything else before we wrap up? I don't. I, I, I could add like 50 different things, but I think every one of them would be going off on at least 15 more <laughs> rabbit trails. So yeah. well, I guess the end goal of our dear character is to, I don't know, event, eventually uh, start a family or something like that and uh, own uh, own a full-sized house. Yeah, just... Maybe. Yeah, just have like a very, very like really basic kind of goal that doesn't seem to make sense in the context of the craziness that's going on well well you have you, you make a you make a goal that's like even though you have this absurd setting and absurd people all around like you know what i can actually sympathize with that like like i i just i just want i just want to be uh be a person with a family who not 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 completely nuts not totally normal just a just a person and with with my th with my three freakish mutant children and my four and a half cats now. <laughs> and, no, 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 no. And, four cats and three half cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I like yeah. that. It's like it's it's simple, and it it ties yeah. it ties the story together. I like. It. Okay, so we. We always urge the listeners to steal our ideas, but this time we are urging the, the reader, the listeners, to really steal this idea. As much of it as you're willing to go for. And if you need more ridiculous ideas to feed this idea, don't worry, just email us, we got you. <laughs> and because we have an email address that we've been plugging for the last little while, uh, Elliot, where would they contact you if they wanted to do so? Uh, that would be, oh, if they wanted to contact me, they could, uh, either visit my, uh, visit my website and do that, which they'll find if they Google the name of my story at the beginning. But if they need to, if they need to email me, uh, Elliot Thomas Stoddy at gmail.com. And if you, if you type it out, you see, oh, there's three T's in a row. And then there's the, and then there's the word ass in it. So, and near the, the second, third. That's actually that is that is spelled correctly. Yes. <laughs> okay. Perfect. And yeah, repeat the name of your story again for the for the listener. Oh, oh, sure. That would be Revenant Faith and Foreign Pilgrimage. It's on Royal Road. I have a personal website that it's currently on, which is usually a considerable bit ahead of uh, Royal Road. And I recently started also on Reddit too, because I guess I like going completely nuts with different types of updates so perfect 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 and if you forgot our email for some reason it's listeners at unwrittenimaginings.com as usual i do believe that's all we've got for this particular week so signing off. a lot of fun yeah thanks to our guest thank you to our guest uh, uh, if you mm -hmm. have ideas for future yeah, guests i mean probably email them first um <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been, been a pleasure certainly i 
I, th I think there's probably a good number of people you could probably rope into. Th there's a lot of people you could rope into this on various communities, but yeah, please, by all means. Okay. Okay. So we're signing off. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh,